Nation, guess what? I'm back. I'm from the Spokane 2019 down here in Spokane, Washington. And you are listening to the GPS. And that's right. I'm bringing it down. And I'm sitting here with two of the two of the fine illustrated artists for this new one-of-a-kind weird western. And we were sitting here talking about sci-fi. And before we get into... Uh, what they're doing, we're going to talk about where you picture sci-fi at right now. So, let, let me let me get you to introduce yourself. Yeah. So go on and let me know who you are. I'm JL Draco. I'm Chris Cavelli. Alright, and what do y'all do for a living? Uh, I'm a writer, illustrator, and publisher with Oneshi Press. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, you? I'm a I'm a contributor for an illustrator for Born Horses and other Oneshi Press projects, and I'm also uh, a 3D animator. Oh uh, man, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, uh, JL, yeah. you were uh, you were saying before we even got on the mic, you know, about uh, sci-fi and where it's at, man. What's the what's the skinny on how you how you're viewing it? Uh, well, I think unfortunately, for um, for a while now, I feel like it. The genre has been stunted in the mainstream media, um, and I think a lot of that is financial. I think a lot of big-time studios and producers are stuck in this loop of nostalgia mining, okay. and they don't yeah. want to take chances. There is a lot. I mean, there's no shortage of creators making new and innovative works. Um, one of the things that I do is publish an anthology, right? All right? So people are always submitting work. So I know for a fact that there is no shortage of super creative people always creating new and innovative, brilliant projects all the time, all the time. So how come when we want to go out to the movies, you know, right. we're seeing the same thing being remade for the fourth time? You know, only now, like, it looks more, you know, yeah. lifelike instead of cartoony. And that's, like, the big, whoa, how, in a, you know, I mean. Yeah, the industry has the become industry is so, just, yeah. has become so monetized that it's just, uh, they only do things when they know it's safe. They know it's going to win. They know it, it's a story that everybody knows of. We're just going to, we're just going to add some CGI to it and, and okay. put it out there. Yeah, so. Whereas they could be, you know, they could be taken it's not even taking that much of a chance to just find original content and you know create something new that people haven't seen before okay so give me give me an example of something new because i remember um not too long ago shannon tatum had a movie out jupiter rising i liked it not so much yeah. for everyone else <laughs> it was a flop and uh so it wasn't a story it's i mean you, you, the basic story that everyone tells has been the basic story that's been told since uh, Socrates wrote. Oh, yeah. You know, so but what is it that, that, that you're looking for that's going to spark the minds, you know, of the youth? I mean, they've tried, you know, they tried to take the book series of the, the Maze Runner, but that's basically just an apocalyptic uh, take on yeah. uh, what's that? What's that old book we used to have to read when I was in school um, with the kids? Oh, Lord of the Flies. There you go. Yeah. That's basically yeah. what it was. Just another take of Lord of the Flies. <laughs> so I mean, what wh what are y'all? What are y'all? What are y'all wanting? If it was you. Oh, I mean, it's you know, uh, 
they say that there's nothing new under the sun. All the stories have been told. We've heard it before, and and, and you know that's we're not looking for anything that nobody has heard before, like anything about before. You know, a new story, but a new story with new characters and in, in a new setting instead of just rehashing. You know, okay. Uh, well, Spider-Man I mean, and all, you know these movies are great. All these, all these oh, so you're, things you're, that you're are coming about out. the new, the new popular comic. Yeah, like right? it's it's. Okay. Uh, what, what I think is it, it's so safe to do these these projects, for these big movie companies and uh, and put these out there because they know they know that everybody likes it. I think Warner Brothers might think different of you because um, yeah. Justice League and, uh, and those other movies, they well, ain't been doing on, too well. So. Depends on how well they do, right. how, no, how good they make the movie. But I mean, I figure, so you look at, um, so even like, even with Stephen King, most of his movies are considered horror. Yeah. But most of his books are considered horror. But he's a, he has sci-fi books as well. Right. And when they read, they tried to redo they tried to do one of his sci-fi books and it didn't do too well either. Yeah. So and that's an original story, you know, The Gunslinger. So um, is it that you want to see more uh, grounded, back-to-earth type of sci-fi or do you want something that's, you know, you know, because they're trying. I mean, yeah. when I was complaining, they weren't trying. And now I've seen that they're trying and that the fans are fickled like wrestling fans. You mm. give them something and it's not what they want, so they don't open-minded to it. Because even John Carter, which is what Star Wars and everything is based off yeah. of, yeah. flopped. And it had the machine back Such a good it. series of books. Yeah, it's such good series <laughs> of books, but it's almost impossible to put to movies because it's such In a, way, a you're, you're big right. yeah. minded way of doing it. Just like Dune. They're gonna redo Dune. Yeah, yeah. We'll and see. I don't we'll know see. If I want to watch Dune again. The first Dune, uh, I was a kid. So I want to see. Had something for yeah. me, but then when I got older, I was like, I can't believe I like this crap. Yeah, I want to see. <laughs> I want to see the the Dune that was never made. The the Yodorovsky yeah, Dune of you right. Right. That that's but, a, that documentary. You that's have to such have a someone good... that's willing to take to. Well, you know, to take a risk. To take that, that guy risk. was taking a huge yeah, risk. Yeah, taking a huge risk. But nowadays, the huge risk can be a lot of money. Yeah. Well, so I think here's another thing that goes along with the risk. It's the, it's not just what story is being told, but how, right? So when we talk about exactly. storytelling, there's the, um, the formulas of like successful movie making. This is what was popular in that last film so we have to do that again and it's like right. no that was popular in that last film because it was innovative right if you yeah. do it again it's not innovative and that's why dc is not making good right movies. you right. can't <laughs> just try to make a formula out of what worked because the things that worked were the things that no one ever did before right okay. so every time you try to make a formula around that you're already failing and a lot of times even movies that are like a new story or a story that has yet to be on the big screen, right? it's in the execution that mm -hmm. they still fail because they're still like, oh, well, we gotta have this scene, we gotta have the this character, we gotta have the that event, and mm -hmm. they're all these prefabricated kind of hooks and gimmicks and, and things that we've seen before. If there's not an explosion not, within the first five minutes, it's... It's not genuine. It's, it's gonna, what it's everyone responds to in a really good movie is that yeah. moment of catharsis where you get up, your heart beats, right. you get teary-eyed, you get angry. Like, catharsis is when you are genuinely feeling that your feelings are being matched in what you're taking in as a creation. You're seeing this creation 
that is making you feel you. Right. And that's genuineness. You cannot make a formula for genuineness. Well, and see, that's right? why I think Marvel, Disney didn't get in Marvel's way. They allowed Kevin Feige to say, okay, we got all of these properties with all of this backstory and all of these uh, story plots, and we can't translate it 100% to film, but we'll translate it and we'll make it have a feeling. So, and if you ever look at all Marvel movies, they're not all the same because everyone says they're all the same, but they're not. They're yeah. they're westerns. They're uh, sci. They're they're spy thrillers. They're space um, operas. They're space odysseys. There's always something in there that that makes it different from the other, even though it's a comic book movie. It's it right. generalizes a comic book movie, but it can be broken down in a different genre of uh, a movie. And I think that's what what happens with sci-fi movies is they're just all sci-fi movies they've gotten yeah, right. away from so it's a sci having it's got its subtitle it's got its hard title but it don't have a subtitle you well, know the yeah the yeah. genre should just be a backdrop yeah. the story yeah. needs to be it's more about the genre and, and that's yeah. why i say that the very first aliens was the last one because it was a sci-fi but it was a horror movie right you know it yeah. was a sci-fi movie it was horror the original Terminator was a sci-fi movie, but it was a thriller. You know, you know the the first. Star it was Wars, also a horror. Yeah, I mean, it also you know, was a horror. I mean, that, that was a fever dream, right? Yeah, that's yeah, like man, the story was, that that Cameron told you know, us. He woke up from it a fever. Cameron's trying. And that was the dream he had. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, Star Wars, the first three, they were space operas. You know, but they were military movies. Yeah. And right. people, you know, but now we've gotten away from the the subplot and just saying what's sci-fi so things gotta blow up there's gotta be lasers there gotta be some kind of aliens lens flares and then yeah <laughs> and then you gotta have all of this you know some kind of robot or lens flares yeah, yeah. I guess not, it's not the, to as the decades go on it's like a, a genre gets more defined and instead of continuing to define the genre right you're, you're just kind of making you're just kind of seeing things that are just affirming the genre this is this is what the genre is this is what the genre needs it needs yeah lasers it needs spaceships it needs it and it like if that's all it's focusing on it's not really uh yeah it's not really evoking all of the things that jail was touching on about like yeah touching with like making you feel something uh, right okay all right so um since y'all are doing that let's break into you and what y'all are doing because what caught my eye was the little panel that we got uh, the little the little thing and it was the one of a kind weird western the children of gaia the war and horses and, and that got that that caught my eye because I, i'm a stephen king reader and i love the gunslinger and that whole <laughs> book series you know it's it's different so um how about you tell me about the beginning of uh, the stories that y'all have done with this and then we'll move into what your new book is going. Sure. sure. Do you want to... Uh, sure. So, um, JL and I have been working on this uh, epic world called Children of Gaia since right. we were since we were in, in middle school, basically. Oh, that's Just coming up with ideas and writing down uh, and we'd even make our own action figures when we were kids and and right. I some of the stories with you know. them and you know yeah, eventually as we up. as we grew up we started just doing more artwork and and wanting to make this this into a, a, a big epic story we've been um, we've been uh, 
writing the lore of it, building the world, like the, the creation history of the world, the history of how all these civilizations that it touches on came about. And uh, now we're starting to try to piece it together into into works that we can, you know, that we can publish and, and, and put out there. To the yeah, the yeah put on people's okay. shelves, you know. All right, that's what's up. So, um... So tell me about the War and Horses. Tell me what what exactly is this about? Okay, uh, so War and Horses is a, it's kind of meta. It's a book written by a character in this universe. Okay. Right? And so this fictional journalist, Landon Ford, he's um, following in the aftermath of these events spurred on by this um, character that he calls the Trigger Man, who is, uh, how much do we want to tell? I mean, I guess well, this- Yeah, just give me a synopsis. Yeah, yeah. Break, this is just, this, yeah, yeah. So, so he's following this character who's done some no good, you know? This, mm -hmm. this character showed up into town, messed the whole things up, and everyone's in chaos. And right, right. So, Landon Ford, this journalist, is following in the aftermath, trying to piece together what happened, right? So this book is is Landon Ford's um, dramatic reenactment, right? And that includes uh, illustrations and etchings, and it it's a 130-page book, and pretty much at least every other at least every other page is uh, fully illustrated. I mean, it's okay. just tons of super detailed Man, that's awesome. art. Um, the art in that book is designed, some of it to look like etchings, and some of it to look like, you know that like glass plate photography, like turn of the century, like you'd see like a photo of like a cowboy or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That like yeah. grainy, like really old school stereotype. So I did a lot of the, uh, the illustrations are designed to look like that, to emulate that kind okay. of photography. Um, and the idea is that this journalist is taking photos where he can of, of whatever things are still there by the time he gets there. And then also some photos he has to buy off of people who live there because they're things that are no longer intact that he can no longer take photos of. Oh. Certain characters are already long dead by the time he gets there. Um, so he's just always behind. Yeah, exactly. He's okay. always behind this trigger man All trying right. to piece together this story. Okay. So when we go through that, and y'all have a new book. that That's the new book that's coming out. Okay. Um, this book, it was actually our first book. This oh, is so Great the Nations. Oh, so was The Great Nations of Rindarana. Rindarana, Rindarana. correct, yes. All right, yeah. all right, okay. So tell us about that one, since this is going to get everybody into the new exactly. one. New exactly. One. So similarly, this book is written and illustrated also by a character in this story, only this character, he's um, in a different world. He's, this is more like high fantasy. The other book is War and Horses, is more like a weird western. It, okay. It takes place in a, in a setting that is very similar to the Old West, that, you know, like right. frontiers looking kind of climate and environment style. This book is much more high fantasy. Um, Great Nations is. So uh, Great Nations is written by this monk who is living in a refugee camp okay. after the Great Nations have been invaded and destroyed. So the, the Great Nations are gone and he was a scholar who was working in one of the libraries. He was like full of knowledge, knew all about the nations. 
And now he is spending the rest of his time in this refugee camp just trying to write everything and illustrate everything and just record whatever he can remember because oh, he might be the last person yeah. alive that knows this stuff. I mean, oh, wow. entire right. civilizations are gone and he's uh yeah. So, all right, so we got that and uh how can people get this book? Okay, so uh Great Nations is currently available on oneshipress.com. Okay. That's O N E S H I P-R-E-S-S dot com. All right. And um, War and Horses, we're actually launching a Kickstarter for this Monday, August 12th. Um, and the the link is a bit.ly, so it's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Oneshi, O-N-E-S-H-I. All right, all right. Dash K-S. That's what's K-S up. for Kickstarter. And that's what's up. So, yeah. That'll so, be available if we make our Kickstarter. That'll be available September 10th. Um, we'll hit, pull the trigger on printing it. All right, man. That's what's up. So, GK Nation, get on out there and check these books out. So, I got Chris with me and JL with me, and we are out here at the Spokane in Spokane, Washington. And you know what? You can't get no better than this. Getting all these great artists, all these great writers, all these great people out here sharing out their love for everything that we like. So I uh, want to thank you for me and the Dre Irv for being here. And uh, Thanks so much remember, for having us. Oh, yeah, man. seriously, thanks. Anytime, you guys are awesome. Anytime we can get you back, let us know. Yeah. Because we are on the GPS. Yeah.